I'm Kyle Northcutt. Welcome to the Kids Learn Career Show. Each week, I ask a different person about their job so you can know what your options are out in the world. I'm excited to have my first return guest, Aaron Walker, who changed jobs from a medical laboratory scientist to a project manager at a medical supply company. Check out episode number eight for the first interview. Welcome back, Aaron. Thanks, Kyle. I'm so excited to be back. Thanks for, yeah. Thanks for coming back. First off, can you tell me what a project manager is? Sure. Um, so a project manager is someone who basically manages projects through um, stages or a lifestyle life cycle of a project. Um, we're basically responsible for all of the planning, the implementing, the executing, and the completion of a project. So what kinds of things do you actually do day-to-day at work? Sure. So um, I currently work for a healthcare company. Uh, So I went from working in the lab to now working for a healthcare company that helps hospitals get new analyzers. Um, So again, these analyzers help diagnose and monitor and also treat patients. Um, So when a sales rep sells an analyzer and they complete their cycle, they'll hold a kickoff meeting with the customer and bring in key players. So um, anywhere from people at the hospital, directors, myself as a project manager, um, and some of our other internal resources. And um, we basically will scope out the project. So scoping out the project means to ask questions. Um, How many analyzers are you going to get? Where are these going to be located within the hospital? What's your workflow going to be like? So we basically learn what a customer wants, and then we can then create a project plan um, to help us get them to where they want to be um, and get the instruments in a hospital and working so that they can treat patients. Seems like a lot of stuff to do. (laughs) It is. (laughs) So when did you first know you wanted to do this kind of work? Uh, Honestly, I don't know that there was a defining moment. Um, I remember being really into like crime scene shows or forensic shows um, back when I was in high school. There were some really popular ones on. And I had heard about a clinical lab science program. And so I thought, this would be so cool. I can go do this. Um, (laughs) That's not at all uh, what it is. And it definitely was not forensic science. Um, But I really liked um, learning about the human science and the human body and, um, you know, being able to uh, make a difference in people's lives, especially when they're sick. So um, that's kind of what led me there. So can you remind everyone a little bit of your, about your background in education and then tell us what led you to move into project management? Sure. Um, So again, my degrees in clinical laboratory science or also known as medical laboratory science, they've changed the name a couple of times. Um, So Um, I have my bachelor's degree um, in that. And after college, I went to work in a hospital lab, just doing routine patient 
testing. So anytime you have blood work drawn or you have to go to the doctor's office and give a sample, I would have been the person that was testing that. Hmm. Um, so, um, I ended up stepping away from the hospital lab to take a pretty unique role at a biotech company. Um, they were doing cell therapy for multiple sclerosis. Um, and then after that, I found myself back in the lab um, for a while. Um, and at that point, I knew that I wanted to advance my career in a different way. And I didn't necessarily want to move up into hospital management. So I started seeking other opportunities and trying to learn what other options were out there. Um, and I went to work for a healthcare company as a technical application specialist a couple of years ago. Um, and with that role, I was able to have some insight into project management. Um, so basically it boils down to all of my experiences and background uh, leading me to this role and putting my experience and my skill set together, um, it just really aligned well for this type of role. It's a long path. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it can be. <laughs> so, what do you like most and least about your job? Uh, so, overall, I really enjoy the work that I'm doing. Um, I get to support hospitals and taking care of people. Um, but I think the best thing about my current job is that I work for a really great company and most importantly, I have a really amazing team. Um, probably the the thing I like least about my job is that I have to manage a lot of things. I there's a always a lot of projects going on, a lot of people, a lot of expectations, um, and a lot of times those goals and timelines, a customer will, ha will have their own and my company will have theirs and they don't always match up. So I have to find a way to align those. Um, and that's, that can be hard and stressful. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Now a word from our sponsor. Thank you for being a loyal listener of the Kids Learn Careers podcast. Please consider becoming a monthly supporter of the show on patreon.com slash kidslearncareers. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash kidslearncareers. You can join for as little as $3 a month. Again, that's patreon.com slash kidslearncareers. Please join if you enjoy the show. Okay, back to the show. How much money would someone starting out in project man management make? And what's the long-term income potential? Sure. So I think it's like any other job, a project manager, there's such a wide variety of project management roles. So I currently work in healthcare mm -hmm. um, and depending on your area or your state that you live in can also define what you make. Um, so I think the median annual salary across the nation is 115,000 a year. Um, but you probably wouldn't expect to make that starting out. I think the range is probably about 42 to $140,000 a year. So depending on your experience and your expertise and, you know, what, what you're doing, what kind of company you're working for, um, that can all kind of vary. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. 
So how much free time do you have? Like, do you work a traditional 40-hour work week more or less? It's a good question. <laughs> um, honestly, it depends on the sales cycle and how my territory is um, functioning at the time. Um, it also will depend on where different projects are and if they're reaching their milestones or if they're having challenges. So like right now, I have about 14 projects going on and I'm starting about nine new ones that have come in in the last week. So it really depends on how, um, how well I utilize my time and um, how productive I am with it. So um, there are days when I have lots of calls back to back with customers. And then there's also days where I don't have as many calls and I can work on all the documentation and getting project plans up to date. Um, usually new projects take a little more time because there's a lot more documenting and learning about what a project, uh, what the scope of the project's going to be. So those can take a little more time, but it is nice because I do have days where I can flex time and it's a little more flexible than uh, a traditional uh, role. Um, and I do, do typically work 40 hours a week um, and you can kind of set up your days if you don't have customer calls to where you work when you want. So if I wanted to do something in the morning, I could do that or um, and work a little bit later into the evening. But that seems nice to have a really flexible schedule. Yeah, yeah. it is. Mm -hmm. So does your new job require you to travel and are you able to work from home or do you need to go into an office? Uh, thankfully, my new job does not require me to travel, um, which I'm very fortunate for. And I don't have an office. Um, my company um, is actually located in California. And so I'm completely remote, which I meaning I work from home or anywhere that has internet connections. Um, I will travel occasionally for national meetings or team trainings, um, but that's usually, you know, once or twice a year for a couple of days. Okay, that sounds nice. Yeah. So what advice do you have for young people considering what you do for the job? Um, I would say um, experience is key and understanding and knowing your strengths, your weaknesses, and your personality. Mm -hmm. um, so project management takes someone who is organized, detail-oriented. Um, you have to learn a multitude of information, You're not an expert in one thing. Um, you have to be an excellent communicator because you're leading uh, customer calls and you're managing multiple teams that are working together. It can be stressful because you are managing uh, multiple projects at a time and expectations. Um, so I think you have to really understand your skill set and your needs. Mm -hmm. And it's not that the role is not for everybody. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I know you've answered a few of the following questions for me a few years ago, but I'm interested to see if your answers have changed since then. So this question is borrowed from Tim Ferriss, which is one of what is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made? 
Uh, I would actually say the best investment I've made is in myself, um, in my physical and mental health. I think uh, putting in the work to keep myself healthy has really changed my life and my outlook. So I'm a huge advocate of mental health and time spent outside. Um, And no matter what, I think you have to take care of yourself first in order to show up and be your best self for others. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good investment. Yeah. So was there a time in your life where you felt like you completely failed at something, but it ended up helping later on in life? Yes, absolutely. Um, I think there are probably multiple times where I've felt that I failed at something and it's helped me. Um, I think most of the time I can look back and have learned valuable lessons and I've grown a lot as a person. Um, and I think at the time I made the best decisions with the information I had. Um, and it doesn't always turn out how we expect for better or worse. Mm -hmm. Um, had I not left the lab and gone to work for a biotech company, or even left that biotech company, I wouldn't have ended up where I am now. And mm-hmm. I like where I am now, despite all of the setbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think at the end of the day, it's really about perspective and staying positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's makes sense. Mm-hmm. So knowing what you know now, would you have done anything differently growing up? You know, I'd really like to say yes to that. But then life probably wouldn't be the same and I might not be who I am today. So I think the biggest things would be doing what you're doing right now, Uh, learning, asking questions, gaining knowledge. Uh, I don't remember growing up that anyone ever talked to me about careers or what the options were um, or the details as to what a job was like in the real world. Um, so I think that's really important to understand and gain knowledge around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So what's the best advice you have for young people who want to be successful in life and in their work? I love this question. <laughs> um, I think it would be to stay true to yourself. Um, it, takes, it takes lots of hard work. And if you have a setback, you have to learn from that setback and just keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one of my favorite quotes is by Megan Davies, who is a fitness coach. And she always says that to get excited about failure because it gives you somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, yeah, I think it's really good. Mm-hmm. So lots of hard work, yeah. dedication. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thanks, Erin. Now it's time for the joke of the day. Why can't a rabbit's nose be 12 inches long? Um, I don't know. Why can't it? Because then it would be a foot. <laughs> Good one. That's funny. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks again for joining us on the Kids Learn Career Show. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and tell your friends. See you next time.